This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard, episode 160, part five, folks, part five. All right, let's go through this stuff uh, quickly here. I don't want to spend uh, my whole life on this, but I do want to show you this because I spent a lot of time doing the research. We're back at digitalinfra.com, D-G-T-L-I-N-F-R-A.com. We went through Amazon extensively. They're the biggest one, so I wanted to spend the most amount of time on that. I'm going to go back and show you what the AWS crew there, Amazon Web Services, is doing with the DOD. In case you say to yourself, wait a second, What if that private company we looked at yesterday can't deploy their brain barges, their giant data center barges in time to power smart cities? Don't worry. Amazon has that that taken care of, folks. And then we know they have the data connect, the private internet lines, essentially, that are just connecting the data hubs up to the data centers and the data processing, and they don't need to run through the regular internet so if you folks think you're going to take out the internet to stop them unfortunately um they're working on taking care of that threat as we speak as i said they're always working they're always innovating they are always engineering they are always building um DigitalInfo.com. This is Google Cloud's data center locations, regions, and availability zones. This is from September 2022. I'm not going to go through this stuff in detail like I did with uh, Amazon, but I want to just show you uh, what the other so-called competitors have access to. So Google Cloud Platform, that's GCP. The cloud computing service of Alphabet Inc., that's Google, provides compute storage and networking services through its data centers in over 20 countries and 35 locations around the world. Growth in Google Cloud regions and the company's core products and platforms such as Gmail, Google Drive, Google Maps, Google Photos, Google Play, Google Search, and YouTube are fueling the company's need for more data center capacity. In total, Google operates or is developing nearly 30 data centers around the world. These data centers support Google's current and planned 44 cloud regions, a physical location where it clusters data centers that are designed to be highly available fault tolerant and concurrently maintainable and so i'll pull this map up for you folks 
at uh, pain.tv slash golden. You can see here the blue dots on this one are the current region with three zones. And then they've got the white dots, which are the future reason, uh, region with three zones. All right. And then they have some regions with uh, four zones. All right, it says Alphabet Inc.'s Google Cloud unit earns revenue from the fees it charges for its infrastructure platform and other services. For the latest quarter, Google Cloud generated $6.3 billion in revenue, an increase of almost 36% year over year. And we know that Amazon was growing at 37% year over year, meaning they are growing. (laughs) It says, therefore, on an annualized basis, Google Cloud produces over $25 billion of revenue. DGTL Infra reviews Google Cloud's regions, availability zones, and data centers, which support this burgeoning cloud computing business with a focus on the company's existing infrastructure locations and where future deployments will be built. And I'm not going to go through all this with Google. Uh, If you are interested in this, uh, it's got all the information very similar to the Amazon breakdown that I gave for you, including charts, uh, the regions where they're located, the regions where they are expanding to. Um, In fact, give me one second, because what I will give you, because the majority of our listeners are in the United States, I will just tell you quickly, in the U.S., uh, because I know people are looking at these warehouses popping up. So in the United States, Google Cloud operates nine regions and 28 availability zones. Specifically, Google operates facilities in the following markets. Council Bluffs, Iowa, uh, Monks Corner, South Carolina, Ashburn, Virginia, uh, everyone's in Virginia, Columbus, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, uh, the Dallas, Oregon, Los Angeles, California, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada. So if you folks are poking around, um, then that's what you're going to want to look for. Uh, We're still at Digital Info. Now I'm going to show you um, Microsoft. Now, if you're on this website, you can go to uh, the link Data Centers from their main nav, and that's how you can find all these. I'm not going to go through every company because there's a ton of them. I'm just showing you the ones you're familiar with. This is from April 2022. So most of this information is just about a year old. So if anything, these folks have expanded. So this is Microsoft Azure's data center locations, regions, and availability zones. And this is Microsoft Azure, A-Z-U-R-E. The cloud computing service of Microsoft currently operates or is establishing data centers in over 35 countries and more than 160 locations around the world growth in user traffic, as well as Microsoft's cloud-based products and services, including Bing, Azure, Microsoft 365, Microsoft Teams, Dynamics 365, OneDrive, Skype, Xbox, and Outlook.com, and then we'll get into their AI chatbot tomorrow, are all fueling the company's need for more data center capacity. To understand the company's portfolio in greater detail, Digital uh, IFRA answers the questions, how many data centers does Microsoft Azure have and where are Microsoft Azure data centers located? It says, in total, Microsoft Azure operates over 200 physical data centers in various global locations 
with each district building uh, a distinct building home to a group of network computer servers. These data centers are arranged into 78 regions, Microsoft Azure's term for a set of data centers that are deployed within a latency-defined perimeter and linked by over 175,000 miles of terrestrial and subsea fiber optic networks. 175,000 miles, folks. Think about uh, how long that is. We are, what, 3,000 miles across the United States so that would be what 60 trips uh from the east coast to the west coast so you take that down be 30 trips back and forth across the country in uh terrestrial and subsea fiber optic networks it says how many data centers does microsoft azure have microsoft azure currently has 59 regions in operation and a further 19 under development, meaning that the company will have a total of 78 regions available in the near term. Within each Azure region are one to three unique physical locations known as availability zones, which offer high uptime to protect data and applications from data center failures. Presently, Microsoft Azure has 113 availability zones in operation and a further 51 under development, meaning that the company will have a total of 164 availability zones existing in the near term. Uh, and so they've got a diagram here on how their availability zones work, folks. Uh, what the heck? We'll take a look at it here for the folks at pain.tv slash gold. It says availability uh, zone. So basically they have three buildings sitting on a square. Availability zone one, zone two, zone three. It says one or more data centers in each zone. There's one or more. And then there's diverse fiber paths connecting the availability zones. So they're all connected together. And this is what is called a Azure region. It says each Microsoft Azure availability zone is made up of one or more data centers equipped with independent power, cooling, and networking. The physical separation of availability zones within a region protects applications and data from facility-level disruptions, meaning if someone tries to blow one up, then um, the others will keep operating. It says Microsoft Azure's over 200 data centers provide high availability, low latency, and scalability by being connected with Azure's diverse and global fiber paths. Moreover, Microsoft Azure's Chief Technology Officer, Mark Rusinovich, states that the company will be adding 50 to 100 new data centers each year for the foreseeable future. 50 to 100 data centers per year, just from Microsoft. All right? You got that? I told you. Exponential growth of data brings exponential growth of data centers. For you folks in the United States, Microsoft Azure operates or is planning 10 regions and 26 availability zones. Specifically, Azure is available or will be opening in the following markets. Des Moines, Iowa, Richmond, Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, Illinois, San Antonio, Texas, uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, San Francisco, California, Moses Lake, Quincy, Washington, and Phoenix, 
Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. So this is uh, where they are, and this is where they are going. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Microsoft for you. When I get back, we're going to tackle Oracle. Let me show you what Oracle is up to. There's just a few more of these. And then you'll have a solid understanding, and you'll have the information you need if you want to continue to research this information on your own. Folks, this is the brain of the technocracy. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Ping.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. So we're back over again. At DGTLinfra.com. And uh, we're going to just go through the last three big companies. Again, just to illustrate to you how ginormous, folks, how ginormous, as the kids would say, this is. Uh, this is Oracle Cloud's data center locations, regions, and availability zones. So, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, OCI. The cloud computing service of Oracle Corporation provides compute storage and networking services through its data centers in 22 countries and 34 locations around the world. Growth in Oracle cloud regions and the company's core products and platforms, such as Oracle Autonomous Database, MySQL Heatwave, Java, and Oracle Middleware are driving the company's need for more data center capacity. Now, you can also Google <laughs> any of these companies or ask Glenda if you happen to have a Glenda, and you will find that all of these companies are also providing the smart city technology services as well. So they are all helping build the technocracy. It says, in total, Oracle Cloud operates or is developing 57 data centers around the world. These data centers support Oracle's current and planned 49 cloud regions, a physical location where it clusters data centers that are highly available, fault-tolerant, and very unlikely to fail simultaneously. So, just to point it out here, so, A, uh, they have... A triangle here. This is commercial. All these yellow triangles on the map. Uh, for you folks at pain.tv slash gold. Um, the white boxes are commercial planned. The blue green boxes are government. And then the circle are sovereign planned. All right. So that's their map. It says Oracle Cloud Infrastructure typically charges a prepaid fee that gradually decreases as its OCI services are consumed by a customer over a defined time period. For the latest quarter, Oracle's cloud revenue, which includes IAAS 
and SAAS reached $3.6 billion, an increase of over 45% year over year. So we've seen 37%, 36%, now 45%. Therefore, on an annualized basis, Oracle Cloud produces $14.4 billion of revenue. Uh, Digital Info reviews Oracle Cloud's regions, availability zones, and data centers, which support its rapidly growing cloud computing business. With a focus on the company's existing infrastructure locations and where future deployments will be built. It says Oracle Cloud currently has 40 regions in operation and a further nine under development, meaning that the company will have a total of 49 regions available in the near term. Each Oracle Cloud region is comprised of one to three isolated and physically separate data centers with distinct physical infrastructure, for instance, power cooling and networking, known by Oracle as availability domains and commonly referred to by other cloud service providers as availability zones. These availability domains within the same region are connected to each other by a low latency, high bandwidth network. Ultimately, Oracle plans to establish at least two geographically distributed cloud regions in every country where it operates. To this end, in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, France, South Korea, Japan, Brazil, India, Australia, and the United Arab Emirates, Oracle already has two established separate cloud regions. All right? And uh, just so you can see here, Uh, Let's see. Presently, Oracle Cloud has 48 availability domains in operation and a further nine under development, meaning that the company will have a total of 57 availability domains existing in the near term. Because availability domains are isolated from each other, they are fault tolerant and very unlikely to fail simultaneously. Furthermore, Given that availability domains do not share infrastructure such as power and cooling, a failure at one availability domain within a region is unlikely to impact the availability of the others within the same region. Uh, And then as you can see here, I'm not going to click on their uh, chart here or their diagram, but I want to just show you in uh, America They've got uh, Oracle Cloud regions and availability domains or physical locations where the company clusters data centers around the world. Below is a summary of Oracle's clouds operating in future. 49 regions and 57 availability zones throughout the U.S., Americas, Europe, Asia Pacific, as well as Middle East and Africa. So if you're looking out for this stuff in the United States, They have operations or are planning nine regions and 13 availability zones. Specifically, Oracle operates facilities in the following markets. Ashburn, Virginia, no surprise. Phoenix, Arizona, San Jose, California, and Chicago, Illinois. Segmenting the United States further, Oracle Cloud divides its regions into commercial and government which itself uh, comprises U.S. government and U.S. Department of Defense. So you've got Oracle working for the government and the DOD. No surprise there, folks. No surprise there. But I wanted to show you. Now, let's take a look at Apple. Uh, You know, it's a big, huge consumer brand. Everybody knows Apple. Uh, More than 50% of folks are walking around with 
an Apple device in their pocket. Uh, 70% of you listen to the podcast over at Apple Podcast, meaning you're most likely using an Apple device. This is Apple's data center locations enabling growth in services. Apple's data center locations help power the company's growth in services, including iCloud, App Store, Apple Maps, Apple Music, Apple Pay, Apple TV+, iMessage, and Siri. And remember, all of your interactions with your phone are being recorded, stored, processed, and analyzed. All of your interactions with your phone or your device or your iWatch or whatever it may be. It says, as Apple expands its offerings further into services, the company will need more data center capacity located in close proximity to end users whether that be owned infrastructure, co-location facilities, or an increased use of cloud service providers. In total, Apple has eight of its own data centers operating in the United States, Europe, and China, with a further two under development. At the same time, Apple utilizes co-location facilities and cloud service providers like Amazon Web Services and Google Cloud to meet its demanding requirements. So what that means is Apple has its own data centers, but it's also using AWS and Google Cloud Space as well. It says Digital Impro provides an in-depth overview of each of Apple's data center locations, including the investment Apple is making, size of the multi-billing campuses, future development of plans, and energy consumption for operational facilities. Additionally, we detail Apple's use of co-location facilities, and cloud service providers, which help support its own services such as iCloud. Apple has its own data centers dedicated to meeting the company's varying performance, privacy, regulatory, and security requirements. In addition, Apple utilizes third-party co-location services, whereby it is often one of several customers using a single data center. All right, so that's what I explained before. They will rent space from others. It says, overall, Apple's commitment to data centers is robust with past spending in future locations, placing the company's total investment in data centers at over $12 billion in the United States and Europe. And, and just so we can point this out, Apple operates eight data centers located in the United States, Denmark, and China. Additionally, two more data centers are under development by Apple in the United States and Europe, which would bring the company's total portfolio to 10 data centers upon completion. And uh, just in case you want to know where they are, in the United States, Apple operates five data centers in the markets of Reno, Nevada, Maiden, North Carolina, Mesa, Arizona, Prineville, Oregon, and Newark, California. While the company is also constructing one new data center just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. So we're not going to go through every single uh, one of these here. But again, if you're looking for this information, you can find it at dgtlinfra.com. And then finally, uh, the last one we're going to look at, and, and I decided we could go into IBM and all of these other ones, but this information just becomes uh, boring after a while for those of you that aren't interested in understanding how this all works. But I just want you to realize how massive this is. So Facebook's 18 data centers, $20 billion investment, and 40 uh, million square feet 
It says Facebook's global portfolio of data centers power the company's apps and services, including Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, and WhatsApp, enabling communications and sharing between billions of people around the world to understand the company's portfolio in depth. Digital Infra answers the questions, how many data centers does Facebook have and where are Facebook data centers located? Again, all of your interactions with Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, WhatsApp, all tracked, all recorded, all housed, all processed, all analyzed, and it never ends. They don't give it up, folks. It stays there forever and ever and ever and is always going to be analyzed and eventually used against you if it isn't already. In total, Facebook owns and operates 18 data center campuses globally, comprising 40 million square feet and investment at over $20 billion. In the United States, Facebook owns and operates 14 data center campuses spanning 34.2 million square feet and investment of over $16 billion. While in Europe and Asia Pacific, Facebook owns and operates four data center campuses encompassing 5.4 million square feet and investment of over $4 billion. And so... They have the chart here, like the other ones, where you can take a look at this. And it says here, uh, overall, Facebook's 18 campuses comprise 85 data center buildings, implying an average building size of roughly 475,000 square feet uh, per data center. Additionally, the company's total investment per data center includes a medium cost to build of $460 per square feet. Facebook's data center site selection is a multi-year process, which takes a number of factors into account. The company seeks shovel-ready sites, access to strong fiber optic connectivity, renewable energy resources, employees for both construction and operation of the data center, as well as tax incentives from local government. You know, the Republicans. We need to bring business into our town. All right, let's bring Facebook in. Of course, the Democrats do it too, obviously. I don't believe in politics anymore. I live in a post-political mindset, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Not going to look at the uh, economic uh, impact. On sustainability, it says Facebook's data centers operate on 100% renewable energy. Uh, For example, solar and wind. Additionally, the company uses energy efficiency technologies that resulted in it achieving an average data center power usage effectiveness of 1.10 in 2020. As a reference point, the industry average for data center PUE was 1.5 in 2020. Also, Facebook minimizes or optimizes its overall water consumption, achieving annual data center water usage effectiveness of 0.3 in 2020. And then its competitors are an average of uh, 1.8. Not that that matters that much, but we'll do some further digging. I really want to see if Facebook is operating its data centers completely on wind and solar. Uh, If they are, that's uh, kind of a game changer. Uh, in my mind. Let's just look at the United States quickly. They've got uh, Midwest. In 2020, Facebook broke ground in DeKalb, Illinois, data center campus located at Chicago West Business Center, with its initial building expected to come online in 2022. Um, Let's look here. 2013, they broke ground on its Altoona, Iowa, data center campus located at 100 Share Way. 
Um, and we're not going to go. I'm not going to go through all these folks because there's 18 of these. But if you want to go to this site, dgtlinfra.com, you can go through every one of Facebook's data centers. I'm going to show you one more tool if you're interested in looking this stuff up. Don't focus on the Chinese spy balloons or the non-alien UFOs. Focus on the ground. The aliens are here. They have arrived. They are building their technological prison planet structure all around us. It's not a secret. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not even done in the dark of the night. It's being done everywhere, all the time, all around you folks. You see all these strange warehouses going up. Start to ask yourself, what's inside those? Maybe pull over, go poke around a bit and see what they're actually building. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dust to Gold with the Dust to Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dust and Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 